You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. One of the worst things you can experience and really have to learn how to to deal with is being forsaken. It 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 takes something to to deal with being forsaken especially after you you have gotten close to someone and you have certain things in common that that you value that means something to you and for one reason or another the person decides to Abandon you. Look at you as a reject. Cast you, you off. And, and, and some of us, when we consider our lives being forsaken because we, we did, our people forsaking us because we didn't deal with it properly. We, we have basically shut the door in reference to allowing anybody else to get, to get that close. Yeah, sometimes we, we, we put everybody in the same, I'm going to use a country word, bucket. Just because... She forsook you does not mean everybody is going to reject or abandon you. No, you, you, but if you don't deal with the process, you'll think that's what's going to happen. And you can have a yearning to, to really get close to somebody, but, but because of your past, you will not allow it, it to happen. Be, because you don't want to feel that hurt again. You don't want to have to go through that, that hurt again. But see, as a person, you you have to recognize that that in life you're you're going to be forsaken by certain folk. Yeah, you you have to you have to understand that 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 certain folk are just going to to forsake you for sometimes a valid reason, but sometimes they just do it for no good reason at all. Just, just decide. I'm, I'm just done with you. 
or they could be influenced by another person that said, look, you don't even need to, and they just leave you. And when it comes to a person forsaking you and is, and is a deep hurt, it suggests betrayal. You feel like the person just didn't abandon you, that the person betrayed you. And so you start to get mad at the person. You done went past, they hurt you, and you wish they would have stayed, and, and now you done got to where you just angry. I'm glad she gone. I didn't like such and such about her anyway. But you complimented her about that. But now because she has left, you're going to talk about it. Ooh, I know I'm in the room. <laughs> and so you, you feel like you have been, you have been, you've been betrayed. Yeah. And Amazingly, in scripture, uh, two writers talked about uh, being, being forsaken. And I want you to consider what they said. Uh, I want to go to two passages. want to go to 2 Timothy, and then we want to go to 2 Peter. Let's go to 2 Timothy first. Y'all stay with me. I want to consider 2 Timothy. When y'all get there, just say, Pastor, I am there. I want to consider the fourth chapter and want to look at verses 9 and 10. This is what Paul said to Timothy. Ready? 2 Timothy 4, 9 and 10. He said to him, be diligent to come to me quickly. I really need you, Timothy. And I need you to hurry up and come. Now, Timothy didn't have no Corvette. <laughs> well, truth be told, he didn't have no Honda either. He wanted him to hurry so he, so he had two options. If he was fortunate enough to have a horse, he could get on his horse and go to it. If he didn't have a horse, he had to run. Run or walk fast. Because again, he said, be diligent to come to me quickly. And at the time, he was going to have to go Many miles. He went out jogging for his health. He had to go many miles because his father, his spiritual father, needed him. And then he tells him, why? I need you to come quickly because Demas has forsaken me. And he even tells Timothy the reason he, he forsook him. 
He said, having loved this present world and have and has departed for Thessalonica. He loved the world more than he loved serving God. So he he left me. And, and you can tell he, he left Paul when Paul needed somebody. So he had a hard time processing it because he, he, he said, Lord, he done left me and I really needed somebody. So I got to, Lord, I got to get Timothy to come way from Ephesus. Why wouldn't he get somebody closer? Because he had been forsaken and so he really wanted to, to deal with somebody he, he trusted. He could have got somebody closer than Ephesus to come to him, but, but he, he needed somebody at the time that he, he trusted. And see, it's a, value, it's a valuable lesson when, when uh, if you don't want to be forsaken every time you turn around, you, you got you to gotta make sure that you can trust a person little by little. And when you learn how to trust the person little by little and you become close to them, that person is, if that person does forsake you, it's going to be a valid reason. Nine times out of ten, it's going to be a valid reason. Y'all all right? Yeah. But see what Paul learned? Based upon the text, the implication anyway is that I'm going to make sure that I get somebody I know I can trust that won't forsake me. And historically, Timothy never, never abandoned Paul. Was even there with him when his demise took place. All right, let's go to Second Peter. Second Peter. The verse is going to start off a little awkward in Second Peter. Uh, we're going to the second chapter. And the 15th verse. Now, Paul talked about one person, but then here Peter talks about a number of people. He says, they have forsaken the right way and gone astray. When he talks about the right way, he's talking about God's way. And this is, this is the reason... Uh, they forsook God. He says, following the way of Balaam, the son of Beor, who loved, help me. Some folks just love to do wrong. 
I said, some folks just love to do wrong. And some of y'all looking surprised when I said that. You ain't no need you seeing surprised. That's where you used to be. You would talk about the sin you were going to do. Man, I'm going to get high tonight. <laughs> how, many, how many can remember saying what you were going to do and you knew it was just wrong? And get this, you love to do it. They, they, they tell folk, drink in moderation. Back in the day, we drunk to get drunk. Oh, Lord, y'all ought to quit. How many folk you guys say, you weren't, you weren't going to take no sip? When you got that bottle of Hennessy, you didn't get that bottle for it to set on the shelf. And, and only touch it for Christmas and New Year. No, you got high. You drunk that ball. Look what he said. They, lo they loved, enjoyed unrighteousness and left God. Left God. And folk do it all the time. That they'll leave God for dumb stuff. I mean, God be so good to them. And then all of a sudden, they'll just get, get, get into something that you be like, man, he left God for that? How in the world? He... And he, and he tells the churches of, of Asia Minor that, look, they left the right way. They was on the path they needed to be on, but they, they left. Yeah. Something wonderful, left something wonderful for something that was sure to take them to hell. Wasn't no question about it. And then love unrighteousness. It's some folk love unrighteousness more than they love God. Would rather have man's blessings than God's blessings. Would rather feel what a drug can do to them than the praise of God when it comes down in the room. I don't know about you. I, I, I got high on a lot of different things, but it, it is no high like the high of Jesus. I said it is no high like the high of Jesus. You don't get no hangover. You don't, you don't, I'm, I mean, I, I have been to the point where, and this is embarrassing to say, but I'm up here and I got to say it because the Holy Spirit is telling me to say it. I have done some things to well, the next day I wonder what in the world did I do last night? I said, God, God, what in the world did I do? Jesus. Thank God there wasn't no Facebook and all that stuff back then. <laughs> God, go. You get up and you, you got folk texting you. you. 
We saw he on Faye, but what would you think? <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. I, I'm not perfect, but I'm going to tell you something. One thing I'm not going to do, I'm not going back to wilding in that pig pen. If I backslide, I'm coming back. And, and it ain't going to be, well, I ain't going to backslide. But anyway, if I mess up, you think I'm going to leave this all that God done done for me? Say you'll never be true. I, I ain't going to leave God. God been better to me than I've been to myself. God been better to me than mama been to me. Daddy been to me. Shouting somebody can't. Nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody do you like. Oh, I wish y'all would say it with a little more meaning. Tell them can't. Nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody do you like. Jesus. Hennessy ain't got a chance. Joint ain't got a chance. Cocaine ain't got a chance. You hear me? God been too good to me and too good to you as well. If I'm telling the truth, tell somebody, he's talking about me. That's right. Say it with an attitude to one more person. He's talking about me. Seeing I have you not taking a bath. If folk love sin so much, they won't even take the time to bathe. They'll just keep trying to sin. You 10 feet away and you can smell them. The wages of sin is death. Death has a nasty taste and smell. I got to show you something else though. Because I really need you to understand uh, something that Jesus said. Go with me to the book of Matthew 27. Matthew 27. You're still talking about forsaken. Matthew 27 and 46. Ready? And about the ninth hour, Jesus, this is when he's on the cross, cried out with a loud voice saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabach thanah. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And that was Jesus, the man, crying out what he felt was being forsaken. That's what he felt. God gave him. And when he gave him, he had to leave him. 
John 3.16 said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Jesus, I got to leave you at the cross. And I got to step back because you got to take all the sins of the world, past, present, future, upon you. I can't share it with you. You got to take everything. And what Jesus felt was that God forsook him. That's what he felt. And that's what he expressed. He knew God had to withdraw his, his presence. And he expressed it in human terms. But it's not the type of forsaking without purpose without a valid reason. He had to do it in order for you to be redeemed <laughs> and for me to be redeemed. Had to let him die. Had to leave. Except for the shedding of blood. There is no Remission of sin. Unless one grain of wheat falls to the ground, one, and dies. There's not going to be a harvest. Somebody has to die for life to come forth. And so he stepped, he stepped back, left him alone. He had to bear everything himself. But he reaped the benefits because when he, when he finally whooped death, he rose with all power, authority in his hand. But that's what he, he felt. And so you have to understand that, that, that God himself left because he and me. You couldn't have what you have. You couldn't be who you are right now except for Jesus. The Christ. That's the reason Paul, looking at what Jesus did, said, if anyone is in Christ, he or she is a new Creation. All things have passed. Look at them now. Everything is new. Ooh, wave your hand at somebody and tell them I ain't what I used to be. I'm not where I, I need to, to be. I'm not complete. But I sure ain't what I used to be. Ooh, I sure ain't what I... Used to be this old commercial uh, about cigarettes called Virginia Slim. 
And they would say it was a woman's cigarette. And they would say, you came a long way, baby. <laughs> say to your neighbor, I'm not a commercial. I have really, truly come a long way. Give yourself a hand of praise. You are not where you used to be because of God's blood. Now, when it comes to the primary text, or Psalm 37 and 25, David says something that, that if you're not ready for it, if you're not ready for what he says, it, it can be mind-boggling. He said, I've been young. Now I'm old. I have never seen but notice who he says, the righteous. Forsaken. I have never seen the righteous forsaken. One, one definition for righteous from a biblical standpoint, the just. Not righteous in the sense of perfect. Because the Bible says our righteousness is as filthy rags in God's sight. But right in the sense of being redeemed. Right in the sense of making Jehovah or Jesus your, your Lord and your Savior. I have never seen the righteous sake. I've seen them go through trials but not forsaken. Seen them go through ups and downs but not forsaken. And you have to understand he's talking about from, from God's standpoint. Because when you go through trials some folk will leave you but not God. And see, David is not talking in the figurative sense that, that he has not seen. He's talking about he has been looking at just folk and recognize that even when they go through awful, horrendous things, God is still with them. He still saw God. You hear me? He still saw God. And, 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 when he, and when he says it, if you're like me, you become inquisitive to the point to where you want to know why he had such an eye to see what he saw. And one reason is because of what is said in the book of 1 Samuel 13. David was a man after God's own heart. You, you know, you, you got to know that God is real for yourself. 
That's the reason your relationship with him has to be personal. You, you need to be able to look at the folk who you know are just and see what God is doing in their lives. David said, I, 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 I've never seen them forsaken. And his life spanned many decades. And he just, but the more he looked at the just, the more he seen that even if they get in a hole, God will pull them out. Even if they fall, God will pull them out. And see, we know that when it comes to David's relationship with God, he, he wasn't shy to tell everybody. Psalm 23 and 1, the Lord is who? My shepherd. Then he turned around and said, I shall not want. Part of him knowing he wasn't going to lack was because of what he saw. He ain't forsaken my uncle who is just and he ain't going to forsake me. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He didn't forsake my daddy Jesse. And he ain't going to forsake me. The Lord is my shepherd. You got to have an eye just like David. You got to be able in the midst of going through your trouble to look in your church or look outside your church to somebody that you know is just and recognize when they go through something, did God leave them? So you can have the same testimony. If God is God, the same thing David said here in Psalm 37 and 25, we ought to be able to say the same thing. When I look at the life of, of Elder Thomas, I, I have one saying for him based upon this word, God didn't forsake him. When I look over here at, at many of you on, on this section and th in the middle section, I have one word. God did not forsake you. I know you done been through some stuff, but God calls you to come out of your situation. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. You better recognize you came out of the predicament you were in because of God. Whether it was minor or major, it wasn't nobody but Jesus that brought you out. Whether he did it directly or indirectly. What do you mean? Whether he did it with his own hand or he used somebody else's hand to do it. It wasn't nobody but the Lord that made sure you came out of your predicament. Shout at somebody, the Lord is, the Lord is. My, shepherd. my shepherd. I shall not want. I may go through some things, but one thing I know, he ain't going to abandon me. He ain't going to leave me. He ain't going to forsake me. I may go through something young. I may go through something when I get older, but he is not going to let me down. I may have to deal with some pain in my leg. I may have to deal with some pain in my stomach. I may, 
end up looking at a report I don't like but one thing I know my God can change it my God can turn it around and he will and the reason being he is not going to I find three folks and tell them God ain't going to forsake me he ain't going to forsake me You, you know the wonderful thing about God? You can be battling something in your body, but he's still preserving you. Yeah, you're going through it in your body, but you better recognize I'm still giving you the ability to do this, that, and the other. Is some folk going through the same thing. You going through, and they laid up in the hospital. They laid up in the nursing home. They laid up at home wishing they could step outside for just five minutes. You don't have to wish because I'm with you. I'll never forsake. Say to your neighbor, I know God is with me. What about you? Man, I've been in trouble. I, I've been in trouble more times than I got fingers and toes to count. Since I've been a Christian. Since I've been Holy Ghost filled. But God done brought me out every single time. Woo! I said God done brought me out every single time. Who kept you in your right mind when you had that bad divorce? Who kept you in your right mind when you went through that horrendous accident? Who made sure you were able to come away from it with a smile and when you look back, you knew you should have been dead? It wasn't nobody but your Jesus. It wasn't nobody but your Savior. It wasn't nobody but the one that redeemed you when you couldn't redeem yourself. Woo! Say to somebody, can't Nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody do me like. You better tell one more person can't. Nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody. reason the Hebrew writer after basically saying the same thing that David said in Psalm 37 and 25 said in Hebrews 13 and 6 we can boldly or with confidence say the Lord is my help Got an unseen help. Whose hands are better than your hands. Got an unseen help. Who when he touches you, you can feel his touch. More so than you can feel hands that you can look at. 
Say to your neighbor, as a matter of fact, I feel my helper, right? Woo! He all in the room, right? I said he all in the room, right? All up and down, right? From my crown to the sole of my feet. He here, right? The Lord is my help. Going through something right now. You ain't, you, you ain't got to worry. You got your helper with you. Paul talked about how, how the spirit will bear our infirmities. Will help us when we're in a weak place. When you're going through something that, that you feel like. You don't know if you're going to come out or not. You ain't, you ain't got to worry. You ain't got to feel like that. God going to make sure you come out of your situation. He is your help. He your help. But then he takes it further. In Psalm 13 and 6. I mean in Hebrews 13 and 6. After he says we can say boldly or with confidence the Lord is our helper then he reaches a conclusion I will not fear he helping me I ain't been sleeping over that report I got. But <laughs> he helping me. They turned me down. I, I, <laughs> but he helping me. Now see, the Hebrew writer went on to say, I will not fear what can man do to me. But it's not limited to man when God is your help. You, ain't, you don't have to worry about a thing. Nor a person. When God is your help. I said you don't have to worry about a thing. Or a person. When God is your help. Lord I only have a little. Don't worry. I own the earth. Lord, I don't know if I got enough to make it through the month. You know I'm your helper. Read where I took a few fish and some bread and fed a multitude. Lord, these folk talking about evicting me. Oh, don't, don't, don't worry. Remember how I used the prophet to tell the widow to go and borrow some pots and then take that oil she had and pour it in there and, and then she went and sold it and she was set. I'm going to tell you what to do. If I told her what to do, I'll tell you too. He is your help. 
Don't allow fear to move you out of the place God has you. He's going to take care of you. Well, things are not working the way I really want them to work. Don't worry about that. God going to make sure that everything works out for your good. He is your help. I'm done. Let's give the Lord a hand of praise. He's your helper.